sure enough, here at the New England Seafarers Mission, as with any maritime ministry, the nations come to us and we have this tremendous opportunity to share with them the gospel of good news of Jesus Christ, not forgetting them. Whenever it was time for me to return to America after spending some time serving in Nepal, my dear friends would say, please don't forget us. That left an imprint in my heart. Being forgotten can make someone feel like they are not important, like their existence doesn't matter. Humans are social creatures, and we have a deep-seated need to connect with others and feel like we belong. When we are invisible, we can feel disconnected from others and feel like we don't belong anywhere, causing loneliness, isolation, and even depression. In such a mental state, one can feel as though life has no meaning or purpose. Seeing our place in the world can be challenging when we are unseen and unheard. I can't imagine how painful it must be to feel that way when you are in the middle of the ocean. So who are the forgotten people in your city or town? And how can we serve when we find them? Hi, I'm Dan Lee, the host of this podcast. I am sitting here having a coffee break with the poor chaplain, Reverend Stephen Cushing at New England Seafarers Mission. And this is one of the places where that question can be answered. Steve, I've heard people describe New England Seafarers Mission as hospitality center. So what does hospitality mean to you? And could you share with us why it is such an important call of God? Sure, absolutely. So the hospitality uh the hospitality industry would be hotels, cruise ships, that kind of thing. So, you know, there's that umbrella of that. What we discovered here was, as I mentioned, these crew members are under tremendous psychological, physical, emotional pressure. And part of hospitality, and there's a whole discussion of what hospitality is in Scripture, Old Testament hospitality, we'll call it, um, which allows for the traveler, the sojourner, the alien, the foreigner, depending on how you want to name them, how they can receive help while they're in a different place that's other than their home. So when a, and, and since I've been doing this ministry, I have met people from 167 nationalities, mostly because of that hotel that floats, all right, because they, the cruise ship lines will get people from all over the world. So we have many different cultures coming in with many different reactions to that physical and emotional pressure who need to know that this is a safe place for them. Part of that, what I was talking about of Old Testament hospitality is that we provide security for the traveler. If they come here while they're in our quote unquote tent, they are safe, they are secure. We will provide for their security. And so we can let them drop their guard. One of the other uh, tenets of Old Testament hospitality is sustenance. We give them what they need on their journey. So that's why we have a store. Well, Old Testament scripture shows us that we feed the traveler. 
So we have a store where they can come in and buy their items. They can engage in their communication with back home um, by, by receiving packages. One of the other messages of Old Testament hospitality is sharing, sharing the news. Now, that would simply be on the surface level uh, over a cup of coffee when I bump into a seafarer. How's, how's your day going? You and I do that all the time, don't we? Uh, how are you? How's your day going? What's happening in your life? <clears throat> and that's fine, and that's wonderful, and that's worthy. But sometimes that sharing goes a little bit deeper. Tell me what's going on in your country specifically. Tell me what's going on in your family. Is there anything that I can help you with, with your family, with your job, with any instance of what's going on on board the ship? Then we go down even further to, well, why are you here, chaplain? And the seafarer will actually turn the question around and say, who are you and why are you here? Why do you do what you do? I remember one van ride I had with some seafarers from a North African country who specifically asked me that question early on in my ministry. Why are you doing what you're doing? And I thought about it for a few seconds, and I said to him, well, on your ship, the supervisor makes sure that the ship is running well. The agent takes care of the business that your ship is on. But I asked him, who takes care of you as a person? And he looked at me, and it slowly dawned on him. And I said, that's what a seafarer's ministry does is we take care of you as a person. And the reason why we do it is because we believe that God is a God of love and that he sent his son Jesus in bodily form to this world to let us know that he has not forgotten us. And we're doing the same thing with seafarers. We're making sure the seafarer knows that God has not forgotten them. And specifically because he sent his son to be Emmanuel, to be God with us. That's sharing that news with the seafarer. And in the New Testament, we call that word in Greek, euangelion. In English, we've translated to evangelize. It's not you forcing you to believe exactly what I need that moment. It's you understanding the point of why God came to this earth. It is good news for you to hear. And as we engage in relationship and as we engage in back and forth questions, then the story begins to take shape and form in their mind. That is the hospitality that we are talking about. And if it ends here in them understanding who Jesus is as the Son of God, that's a wonderful encounter. If it plants a seed for them later on in their life to understand what that might be, maybe when they go home, maybe somewhere else on the ship, maybe those Christians who are on board the ship can further nurture that seed that we've planted here, and they can encounter that loving, living God known as Jesus uh, at sea, then we have truly accomplished true biblical hospitality. I love that the seafarers are not forgotten here and that they are seen and heard. What a beautiful example of what hospitality can look like, that we see them as God sees them. It reminds me of Hagar's story from Genesis 16, and I love that this story was recorded in the Bible. Hagar, as you know, pregnant with Abram's child, became expendable and an outcast, now running away from her mistress Sarai, Hagar could have easily been forgotten and not even recorded in the Bible. But I love that God showed up for her, noticed her, recognized her, and let her know that God heard her misery. So she gives God the name El Roy, meaning you are the God who sees me. 
That is what hospitality looks like, and I love that NESM reflects that characteristic of God. You know, it's a story I should share with you, Dan, right along that line. You know, when COVID first broke out, the cruise ship lines were the first ones to get hit hardest, and they were on the news quite a bit. You, we couldn't get it off the news. For the first few weeks, these ships were tied up, and, and you saw the, the medical workers in white uniforms, and people were the passengers were kept on board the ship for weeks at a time. And the passengers would often complain that they had to get their meals brought to them. Who brought them their meals? The crew members who had to stay on the ship. And when the passengers were finally able to go home and be transported home safely, the crew members did not go home. Those cruise ships anchored offshore and the crew members, the seafarers stayed on the ship. And what people didn't realize, they stayed on that ship for months at a time. There were suicides on board the ship because of that mental and emotional pressure. It was a difficult time. But that you didn't hear about so much. That once again went off the radar and they once again became invisible and, and, and the news was not paying any attention to them. It wasn't until months and months and months later that most of them finally did make it home. So yes, they are a forgotten, unknown, unrecognized group of people that really, as I said at the beginning, they keep this world moving with their commerce, with their entertainment. It's, it's the things that we ask them to do, they do it. And many times society just doesn't recognize that they're there. With that, I want to ask you listeners the same question I asked earlier in the episode. Who are the forgotten, invisible, unknown, and unrecognized people in your life? How might you be a person of grace and show hospitality to them? And if you would like to extend your hospitality to the seafarers at New England Seafarers Mission, visit nesefarers.org. That is letter N, letter E, seafarers with S dot org. And click on volunteer tab. Then click on the sign up genius button, which will take you to the volunteer calendar where you can select the date that works best for you. And here's the sneak preview of the next episode. And he would call our ministry a ministry of goodbyes because often you couldn't finish it that day. So we are planting seeds and we are saying always goodbye to them. And we never know if we're going to see them again at some point. But after we say goodbye, that seed is still planted and they are going to other maritime ministries around the world. And where we left off, the other maritime ministry can pick up. This was my coffee break with the NESM Port Chaplain, Stephen Cushing. And I am Dan Lee, your host. We will see you in the next episode.